Performance. He, he really like all the veins pop out of his neck. It just, I just he's remember. A, uh, he's a what? He's a beast. Like him. he's a hell of a performer. He presses his vocal cords too much. Kind of like me. That's why I'm all raspy right now. But I remember in the in the USA for Africa video for um, We Are the World, <laughs> yeah. and like he's in the. He's he's in the he's singing his part and he looks like he's really trying to freaking pinch one out. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that, I wonder what his like bowel rhythm yeah, was like. He was crying too on that video. Aw, he's a you know he's a man who loves his country. Um, by the way, there's no there's no more of a um, juxtaposition. Then um, you got born in the USA, and then you got I'm on fire. So hang on a minute. So hey, little girl, is your daddy home? Did he go and leave you all alone? It's like whoa, 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 whoa. I'm on fire. No. It's like tell me now, baby, is he good to you? Is it? Doesn't he say? Does he do all the? Things, some like, I don't know, it's, I, I've suppressed some of it. Oh, shit, how do you even see? There we go. So, there we go. Um, but, uh, so, obviously today, July 5th, I called a friend of mine today. Uh, I guess it's, I like when they do this holiday observed thing. It's such an American thing to go, holiday falls on the weekend? Not on my watch. We need a day off. Like, not take an extra day off. Come on. So, it's like when the holiday falls on a Saturday, take a Friday off. When it falls on a Sunday, take the Monday off. By the way, if Christmas Eve and Christmas fall on a Saturday by Sunday, fuck it. <laughs> In a four-day weekend. Maybe more. Um, but I called a friend of mine today uh, thinking I'll be slick. Because he, he typically calls me first. But I called him thinking, like, you know, it's Monday. Like, I've already done some audio editing, you know, did some other stuff. Like, had a lot on my plate. And I call him, like, oh, my God, man, what are you doing? He's like, oh, yeah, going out to pick up some uh, chicken and stuff to put on the grill. And my brother-in-law is coming. I'm like, yesterday? Was that? <laughs> He's like, well, you know, it's like, oh, yeah. But here's what screwed me up this morning. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be. This is a question I can only ask on here. Have you ever woke up and just kind of been disoriented for a while about time and space? Oh yeah. Because I did that this morning. I went to Starbucks, got to Starbucks, even got my drink, but I was sitting outside going, "I don't even know if it feels like July." Wait, where am I? Oh yeah, I'm in Atlanta. <laughs> Look at this. It was a weird, where you almost had to, like, recalibrate. I was like, oh, yeah, in Atlanta, it's summer, yeah. Yesterday was a, maybe I slept too much. It was weird. I mean, I got back on track, but it was one of those things where you could almost see a 
uh, like a good um, environment for a panic attack. Oh, I felt yeah. a little disconnected, and I was mm. like, oh, let's get out of that. And that was fine. But, um, yay, 5th of July. I got a lot of shit done today. You have a lot of energy. So you know what that means. People people doing fuck all this week. Yeah. They're like, uh, do you think people hate America? Like, is it is it like woke woke fashionable to like hate the USA? Um, I, I, it's weird because like the way that after the past couple of years, the way that people see like the flag is so backwards that it's it's like we're let's just bring that old shit back and it's it's so interesting because as much as everybody's trying to move forward the the thing the thing about moving forward is the only way that you can you have to look back in order to move forward but you don't but you don't have to relive in order to move forward and a lot of us feel like we're reliving old times and maybe it's because we continue to teach old ways and no one is is moving towards well what would it be like to not have these particular things and then live that and nobody's really trying to live that everybody's just like here let me tag you on this on this on this discrimination shit. Let me tag you on this bigotry and prejudice. Let me tag, you know, here we go, here we go. It's like, it's basically, it's like, let me let me pass the baton over to the next person. And I, and I feel like it, that uh, interview with Morgan Freeman and who was it? Was it like Dan Rather? No, it was, um, it was, um, damn it. Uh, I forgot his name. No, it was like uh, it was Mike Mark Wallace. Yeah. Mike Wallace, yeah, Mike Mike Douglas. Oh, yeah, Mike Wallace. Wallace, and yeah, and we're talking about well, Morgan Freeman just basically said, "Stop talking about it." Yep. And I know that struck a lot of people, a lot of people's nerves on the stop talking about it, especially with the critical race theory things that people want to, but um. If you don't know something, then you can't give it power. Right. In a yeah. way. You can't you can't get you can't get the effects from it without understanding that you are participating in its power. And a lot of people will, will disagree with that and you have every right to because if you want to hold on to these particular things, then yes you can and you should. If if that's what you choose. But what we choose to do here is we we are forward thinking. The reason why we we put this out on a timeline is because this is exactly the process of how it is to to think and be what you want in the world. We can't pick everybody up and say, "Hey, ride this wave," because it's it's and it's not your reality yet. And that's fine, because if you think about it, we all go through these particular things of, oh, we want something, but it's not a reality yet. But as we talk about on the podcast, you have to live it in order to 
have it manifest. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I got to bring up the book I just started listening to yesterday, too. But you, you, you are right. Even when, when Morgan Freeman says, when he even says, uh, he says something about Black History Month, he says, I don't want a Black History Month. He said, well, why not? He said, well, Black History is American history. Happened in America. It happens to be a, but, but I'm going to take it a step even further is I actually had a, a, a someone, a, a friend of mine, um, tell me one time that it was imperative that I see their skin color. And I was mm -hmm. like, but that's, that's like, it's, it, once again, it's these hypocrisies where people go, um, well, people say, oh, it's weird to be a black conservative. It's like, it's like you're betraying. It's like when people say you're, you're, you're talking white or I've been accused of talking black before, by the way. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what does that mean? And I thought about it deeply. And the thing is, that's a culture thing. People are talking mm -hmm. about culture, and a culture doesn't see color. That's what's so fucking stupid. Because even things like critical race theory, basically what they do is they would look at either me or you and already determine things about us. That's right. the epitome of racism. Yep. Mm -hmm. You're basing everything on race. Like, there's, you know, even, like, I, I really like, okay, for a perfect example, um, I, I and I think this was maybe a stereotype when I was growing up. Maybe it's not as much, and maybe it still is. I just don't know. I remember growing up, and people would say, "Well, like, um, you know, white families are always together, and black families, like, they're just obliterated and torn apart." I'm like, ninety percent, maybe, maybe at least above seventy percent of my friends on Instagram may may be black, and all of them posted like how their families were hanging out together and all the love and the togetherness. And I would go, well, by society standards, I'm white and my family is scattered as fuck. So well, now I can't, there's one thing you can't say, but there's a lot of that. It's like, it literally comes down to individualism and people still want to put people in a box. Somebody on my Instagram yep. live last night called, this is the problem. They called conservatives idiots. Now, I don't like the word conservative anyway, but you've done two things. You've, you've cordoned off a whole group of people, a lot of people, mm -hmm. and just labeled them idiots. What you've done is likened to racism, where people take a group of people mm -hmm. and label them with some sort of character. Yeah. It's the same fucking thing. These are the same, like, so when people go, like, and I have very intelligent friends that do this. Very intelligent friends. They just go, oh, Republicans, uh, this, progressives, this, this. It's like, you're going to, you're going to label things to death. That's mm -hmm. all you're doing. All you're doing is dividing. And the fact that I think people get annoyed when you won't label them. It's like, yeah. this month is apparently Disability Pride Month. And call me kooky and wacky, but I don't have any particular pride for a thing I was born with. But by the way, but it doesn't mean I'm 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 not mad about it or that I that I don't acknowledge it or whatever. 
but it's I. I mean, am I weird for not? This is a sincere question. No, like, I think I, I don't well, have a particular pride, and like it's like a bit, By the way, it's it's funny because even in this country, I'm going to call out a hypocrisy. You can have black pride. You, I'm not saying either one. I don't like either one. Or, but I don't. Don't, don't dare say white pride. You know, and then I like how one is deemed like I don't like either one of those right. those descriptions. I think just self pride. Self pride is good. Mm. I have self pride. When you say disability pride, what what does that mean exactly? What does black pride mean? Like once again, you're getting into individual versus culture. Well, you notice that a lot of this shit is 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 based on an emotional reaction. Like just the the idea of of pride of your group is. And that that goes back to sort of a Freudian uh, observation of most, well, the majority of groups are led through emotion. When you come together as a group, it's led by emotion. And that's not saying that that's a bad thing, but it's also you have to understand that emotions bring out very, very irrational behaviors. And as even even blissfulness is sort of seen as a irrational behavior based on the circumstances individually if it, it it's okay but when you do it by group or when you do it in in this in this ideology where you're sort of swaying to the crowd without actually having some some specific knowledge it's like everybody running in 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 a, in a direction doesn't necessarily mean that you need to run with them based on fear they could it could be a fucking marathon it could be a 5k something like that <laughs> yeah those things where they they do that like people run and people just get up and automatically start running yeah that should be a skit right there people see people running down the street they're at a like a little restaurant on the side of the road they're like oh shit they jump it in shows our conditioning because what that represents even to that person that decides to get up and run is that you don't question anything and it's it's okay to question should i be running like you don't just ask somebody hey what's going on i mean i could understand if somebody was like they shooting and then you see people running then you have a reason to run but most people they just <laughs> yeah. they just they just go with the crowd and the thing and i one thing about this this idea of these of when you're in an argument with somebody and then this argument is about the representation of whatever your label be you cannot speak for every individual. You can only speak for yourself. So yep. when somebody, like if somebody's ever told you, you you wouldn't understand the black thing, blah, blah, blah. You wouldn't, when somebody would say you wouldn't understand, well, that's a very, very dismissive way of pointing something out to someone that's actually trying to possibly get information. But yet you're being dismissive saying that oh, you wouldn't understand without actually explaining to it try the, I wouldn't yeah, understand yeah. right like I, I'm not gonna be able to fucking understand if you can't explain it to me so that I do understand and that part the you wouldn't understand is where is the reason why we continue to have these particular issues of bigotry and prejudice that is, that is and so racism. true it's because you're not a, you're, you're not fucking communicating nobody's communicating this this morning 
had a great conversation with um, with my neighbor, and we got into a conversation about just how the island is going through this particular cycle, where um, where it's this idea that, and I think it's this idea that well, he posed this 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 um, it was like it seems as if black people now on this island aren't fun anymore. And it was it was an interesting observation because we ended up getting into this generational thing where based on um, where we are in time, if you compare it with the with previous generations, this is the generation of my grandparents, where you're coming out of sort of a movement. And then the settling in is, I don't want to mess up whatever progress that I just sort of made. And so now I become more conservative. And so now there's, there's no more acting up. Like the 90s on Martha's Vineyard was a lot different than the 2000s. It's like people, people of my complexion are way more laid back. If we have yeah. to do this labelism thing, the more laid back, the parties are usually more like now back to like barbecues, but it's not like real wild and everything. Even like going out to the bars, um, people, it wasn't as, it's funny because I went out Saturday and it wasn't as fun as I normally <laughs> would appreciate it, which was interesting. And then I was asking mm -hmm. myself, like, is it because I'm older or is it because I don't go out anymore? Is it because I'm not like pursuing anybody? But it should be you go out not for a, a necessary purpose of trying to bring somebody home, but you go out to just enjoy people. Um, and I guess it does depend on the individual. You should be just enjoying it. You shouldn't have to enjoy it because you shouldn't not enjoy it because others aren't enjoying it. You should just enjoy the just the the, the essence of being around people. And that's really what it should all be about. And um, we got into this. It was it was an interesting um, conversation because my neighbor and I, we were really breaking stuff down and we were doing it like how you and I do it. Just really talking about like the just I'm I I'm so anti label that I just can't move like other people move because I've I've gone beyond that. And then we talked about this idea of um, of I guess one of the colleges out in Oregon, they banned um, the history of slavery in the in as a curriculum. And and so one could argue that that's not a good thing. Yeah. Another could argue that it is a good thing because if you take it, if you take it out, it's not that you're erasing history, but you're neutralizing the, the, the power that, that that had back then. And I think what we need to do is, is understand that if you continue to carry power from, from people that no longer exist, then that power continues to move within each generation. Uh -huh. The best way to do it is, and I know this is, I, I know people aren't going to like this, but it is to stop it. Just like Morgan Freeman said, it's to stop it. So at first, he his question was, I think that's like super woke and it, it just doesn't even make sense to do it. But then 
but then I, I asked, I said, well, I could understand where someone is coming from by doing that. And it's not that I agreed, but I understood. Right. And that was yeah. the key. It wasn't yeah. that I was trying to, to be right about it. I was trying to understand how somebody would see it that way. Yep. And so I have a better understanding. So when, when I see something going in the direction, I'm saying, well, maybe that could work. So perhaps we, we might want to entertain that because I also talked about me growing up, growing up around, um, parents and, and, and my uncle was a civil rights activist and still is to this day and a, and a lawyer and how as kids, we were programmed to sort of, um, kind of go along with the movement without even understanding what the movement was for. We're singing songs about imperialism and colonialism, and we have no ideas what those isms mean. Right, and then right. later on in life, you question, well, um, if I wasn't taught this, perhaps I wouldn't necessarily attach myself to the experience with so much, with so much angst and emotion. But on the other wow. hand, I, I didn't see anything that you guys were telling me about until I left New York. And it wasn't until I moved to Indiana where I had a understanding, but my initial reaction was based on the programming that I was given when I was a child with the anger and everything like that. But then I, but then here's what happened as I, and it didn't take that long, but as I got older, I was like, wait a minute, the class that I'm in financially and how I was raised is completely different than the people that are yelling out nigger driving by. And I'm thinking to myself, well, one, this is a very, very, very slow moving town, as well as it's it's so sort of blinded by by the by your surroundings that you haven't even had the opportunity to interact with what you see is supposed to be an enemy and so i totally understand why you would feel that way because you've been re yeah. you've been programmed to to think that way and not based on any kind of true encounter or interaction it's just that this is this is how I would this is how I was raised. It's because nobody it's, knew any better. Right. Well, that's and but by the way, that's where I was raised on like on a different uh, another spectrum. Whereas like people say, well, didn't you grow up in racist ass like Midwest small town? I would say a little more ignorant than racist. And what yeah. I mean by that is you just got people that just didn't know anyone mm -hmm. so just saying whatever and like oh i heard people use the n-word you know people make jokes you know when i was young then i got older and i was like do i actually know any black person <laughs> like you know like right. it's just, and then and like, even growing up too like it's funny because you're talking about class this is mm -hmm. this is i think my understanding although i i mean maybe there's something else in me but my favorite think, show growing up was Sanford and Son. When I was a kid, Sanford and Son was my favorite show. And then that went to 227 because of Regina King. 
Mm-hmm. And then, but like even with the Cosby Show, mm-hmm. it's funny because even with that show, there was a disconnect for me. Right. But but not but not because I didn't look at it as, oh, how is this guy? He's black and he's got a really nice. I never even looked at it like that. Mm-hmm. I just went, well, I don't get all this because like, who who has a nice house like that and who who like loves their kids like that and they all get along right. and you know he's a doctor and like really successful it was never in my head it was never oh they're saying well this is really a black guy and successful i know ne- that never even crossed my mind because i like i said i was disconnected because i'm like people don't really live like that nobody does right like we're all poor and broke and miserable and you know and verbally abusing so, each other like that's so, Real quick, before I forget, yeah, yeah, it's the same. It's the same thing as the, even if you go all the way back to the disability pride thing, is once again you're you're, you're being taught just like people are about race. Now it's the same thing. Why is it that we come into this game, and a lot of people try to convince you already? You're you're already behind. You're mm-hmm. already behind. When you do that, you already feel fucked. And then yeah. you don't even want to try. But if you go into it going, do your thing. Now, I was yeah, I was not it's... I was not neglected as a child. A disclaimer. I was not neglected in that way. But in some ways I was. And in a mm-hmm. weird way, thankfully, nobody ever got to me like that enough to tell me, Hey, you're disabled, uh, the world's gonna fuck with you. So I never went out into, I, I don't go out in the world with that mentality. But I think that's where that stuff comes from is like when people go, well, I go out in public and I don't care. It's like, I've never, like when I was a kid, you're like, yeah, everybody's staring and looking, but then you get old enough and you go, oh, these people are ignorant. They just don't know. You don't have right. to be mad about that. But you and go into it and go, but that's but that's what I'm saying, and but people go out into it already bitter and already yeah. thinking they've already been told people don't like you, people are scared of you, people hate you. Does that sound familiar? By the way, sounds a lot like what people say about black people in this country. Exactly, it's like it's the same thing. So if you go yeah. out into the world believing that, you come up as bitter as fuck. I always call yeah. it the bitter gimp syndrome. There mm-hmm. are wheelchair people out there that if you look at them, they go, "What book you looking at?" By the way. I'm a hypocrite. I've been guilty of it once or yes, twice. But the older I get, the more I go, you know what? If I don't do that, then the experience someone has is, oh, yeah, I met a guy in a wheelchair. Like, you'd be proud of me. It happened today. I was at Office Depot. Guy came up to me that works there. I don't know him. He goes, hey, man, I see you all the time, like, tooling up and down the street here. Um, you're really inspiring. And for once in my life, well, many times, I said, appreciate that. Then I just started a conversation with her. I was like, I was going to Starbucks probably when you saw me. By the way, I watch a lot of porn at night. How <laughs> inspirational do you know? I'm kidding. But, but anyway, um, but, I, but I, it's so typical for someone to say that. You know mm. what I mean? It's almost like if it, it's like an awkward conversation people have that they they just never been around someone it's it's you know it, it, it's it's what do you say to someone but once again if you've been taught it but that that's why all this 
by the way, it could, it could, this could even be in gay pride because people are taught, you know, and by the way, history shows examples of this. Yes, in all kinds of ways. But also, if you don't start off by going, hey, everyone's going to hate you, by the way. Don't do that shit. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't do that because that's not always the case. Yeah, and actually, the, the less you do that, thing. the less yeah. an issue it is. Like you said, yeah, it's, people, it's not forgetting about it. Just, just quit making it a, a thing. Right. People lead too much with assumptions, and we like we all do that without actually going into. I mean, I don't mind entertaining people's curiosities because then it forms better communication. Mm-hmm. So when somebody asks about whatever that might be pertaining pertaining to whatever it doesn't matter because one i need to meet them where they're at that's important meet them where they're at even if you don't agree meet them where they're at because then it gives you the opportunity to sort of like loosen them up and then you can lead them into exactly what what you might have to offer to them as far as better communication and a different way of of seeing things um, but most of us, we go into things just assuming. Even somebody driving by calling me nigger is the assumption that I even know what the word nigger means. Right. <laughs> yeah. What well, someone had never been like, taught that? That's fascinating. Right. right. So you go, hey, and then, yeah, then assuming, assuming that I'm supposed to get offended by it. When it got to a point where I was, I would be like, thank you. Because then yeah. I understand what you want, but I'm not going to entertain that once I know exactly how how you want, like you're putting power in front of me. And so, and this is what we have to understand. We can't, once we go into something thinking that we've already lost, then we've already lost. And that's why that should not be taught. You shouldn't teach someone that, that hey, in this life, you're gonna lose. You've already set them up <sighs> for failure. Yep, why try? Yeah, when you do that, people are wide try. And when they get in certain situations, they act certain ways. Because I, I think we do that anyway. Like even with, you know, uh, I mean, there's a lot of instances. But pe- people just really like reinforcing their negative ideas. I want to touch on two things real quick because um, I don't want to forget them. But one mm-hmm. is I just started uh, listening to this Joe Dispenza book, uh, You Are the Placebo, which is very much like what we're talking about and it i think it has a lot to do with my mind state today because it really made me rethink things and that's what i like about books and he basically says if you think about it we look we look for things to reinforce what we have been led to believe whether it's true or not so if like you think you're unlovable You'll look for the re- the things I explained to you before we start recording. I had some weird, random thoughts that were really fucked up. And then when I talked about it, I was like, oh, that's because maybe I think this way about myself, or I've accepted that. But maybe that's not true. So once you question it, then you can move out of it, and you can, you can change your belief about mm-hmm. it. And I think sometimes, like, some of these things seem a little bit, like, I don't know, uh, as they say, like woo woo, kind of, you know, uh, 
suspect kind of shit. Mm-hmm. But with this book, I, I see a lot of evidence in it where, you know, it, it is that thing where you already have a belief established and whether you know it or not, you're you're basically looking for reasons or things that just reinforce what you think to be true. And I think these, like, I could say this as a, you know, quote unquote, disabled individual, just had a conversation with someone about this, where I said, a girl could be interested in me, genuinely, and I will find a reason to doubt it. Mm -hmm. Because that's what I believe. Whether I say that or not, meaning like, I go, oh, I'm confident. Are you really? Are you really? Because... Is it what you believe or is it what you've been taught to believe? Sorry, that's what I mean. Yes, what you've been... That's what you've been taught to believe. That's what I'm saying. Or you've allowed yourself to believe because of other things. Someone else put it in your head. Because why would it be in your head? We're not automatically pre programmed and if we are i think there is reprogramming can be done but it is but we do but we do look for like that's like like i said so if if i went out and asked a girl for her number and she didn't give me her number somebody like i could automatically like well it's because i'm in a wheelchair i'm just gonna give up now it's like first of all it's a shit attitude to have because you know, someone out there, you know, um, well, unless you're a complete dick, uh, well, maybe, um, but so like I said, even with all the pride things and everything like that, it's, it's all because, because someone somewhere put it in your head that you can't be proud of yourself or you can't be confident in yourself or you can't believe in yourself, those kind of things. So we, accepted that at some point and just said mm-hmm. okay well and then and then like i said we look for things to reinforce it this is what the news is good at by the way if you oh, know yeah, people don't realize the news the news will never tell you oh god here we go we're gonna get canceled for this one the news will tell you will never tell you when a white person gets shot by a cop they, they don't they don't care no. they don't care because it doesn't piss people off right. it should I mean, if it's unjustified, obviously, right. any unjustified thing, yeah, exactly. it's horrible. But they have a business to maintain. They right. got to make they, money. They need ratings, exactly. They need right. to show so they have, what what they know is going to draw more people to right. rise up. Right. They need to, what 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 like like you said what gets down to an emotional reaction yeah. because at that base level you're not above this water level to critically think about it. You, you, they're, they're, they're catering to people up, up below a certain level of thought is what it is. And I just, I don't know how much time we have, but I gotta bring this up in some mm-hmm. way. But when I said, right, and I say this all the time, when people want to subgroup and subgroup and subgroup, it, and I say it always comes down to you. That's why the video you sent me today hit so hard. Because basically this video, uh, to I don't know if you want to describe it to people. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Well, the premise of it is basically this guy is talking about being addicted to certain 
feelings or thoughts or things like that, any kind of addictive thing. And I, I like how he brought it up to saying, talking about like AA, where you mm -hmm. go into these meetings and every week you go, I'm so-and-so, I'm an alcoholic, da-da-da, I'm an alcoholic, da-da-da, I'm an alcoholic. And he basically said, at what point are you just going to stop and go, I'm not that anymore. Right. I was that. But, and it's not just about addiction. That was the thing. And he, because when he talked about it, like, the things that people push on people are what people are insecure about. Right. Where it's like, oh, you got to find a soulmate. You got to find a lover. You got to find a sexual partner. You got to find this. You got to find that. So when we don't, or we just, you know, he was a bit of a buzzkill saying those things don't exist, which I kind of agree with. I think mm -hmm. there are people we're more, we are more in tune with. I think that's just natural because we think like some people, we don't think like others. But what was really, what really blew my mind about it is that he boiled it down to the point that I came to from a different angle. And he said, it's very, he said, get used to being alone. But lonely is not the same thing as alone. Right. Lonely is an emotion. Exactly. Because you feel like you're missing something. Like, I'm good at this, by the way. I've always been good at this. Because I've been a loner. But also, I do appreciate being alone. I, I yeah. think because he, he said, ultimately, it comes down to that. It always comes down to that. That's yeah. all there is, is you. Yeah. What was it that he said if you get addicted to anything, become addicted to yeah, the infinite? Yeah, to the infinite. That shit was bars right there. I mean, and like, oh. he, 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 he brought it up in relation to God. And I'm not a, I'm a agnostic. I don't like to put a label on it. Like when people think that God just happens to be like a human, which is, I think, so small-minded. It's right. like, you know, there's way more than us. But he, I think he's absolutely right when it does come down to you because the world is as you see it. Because if you grow up thinking the world is against you, it is. Yeah. And if you, if you are into the world going, hey, this is pretty cool and I can do this and I can do that. And, you know, you're very powerful. You know, I think, I think he even said, basically, I think this guy basically said you are God. If you look at it that way. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing that I kind of talk about. But when you, when you sort of say that you are God, you don't necessarily have to look at it as, as going into this sort of, um, um, like narcissistic point of view, it's, it's, you, you have to take responsibility for your own actions and your own emotions. You can't expect others to just move at your own whim and, and, and cause then that goes back into the assumption part. And when it comes to your emotional wealth and health, that is all on you. It's your perception. How you see the world is all on you. And so if you see the world in this dark way, then you are your own devil. If you see your, yourself as there's going to be good days and there's going to be bad days, then you claim both. And you have to be able to claim both because one gives you the lesson. The other gives you the enjoyment of not having to go through that again. Yeah.
<laughs> Damn, that's, that's so true. That's what we were talking about way earlier. That brings it all to a close. And as we bring this thing to a close, let's, let's get a little bit of independent or, mm, or fire, off, fire off some rockets. Let's fire off some rockets and the rockets red glare, the nut bursting in her face as we go into the our nuts bursting <laughs> in there. <laughs> What if you what if you could put um glitter in the shaft and then well that'd be weird. Oh then you you could you could do that and then you can get a UTI. Let's get into this beater meter episode. Bang Bros is the sponsor. Not really, but they could be. Fourth of July threesome with Monique Alexandra, Audra Rye, and J E L J E C L. I think that's the little boy, dude. So this was a like very huh? something, something cocklord. I'm kidding. Oh. And I, I think he, <laughs> I, I really do. I think he's got some like weird name like that because uh, he's like a minuscule dude with a pretty big utensil. Yeah, this is this has got to be one of the the most fucking unreal, <laughs> unreal. That's why. That's why I scenarios. Can I tell you why I picked this real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Go through it. I'll tell you. Oh, excuse me. Ooh, that's too much weed. Um, so the thing about this video is, this video is so absurdly ridiculous. So basically, this this guy is at his girlfriend's house, hanging out with her dad while he's manning the grill. So he's cooking burgers and hot dogs. He's talking to his kid, you know, and what what I saw this as, this is a metaphor. The dad is like the government, okay? And he's oblivious to what's really going on. He's just doing his thing. He don't even see reality. Because while he goes, he's just like, oh, I gotta get propane. So he goes <laughs> to get propane or whatever. And while he's walking over there, his daughter walks out, pulls the dude's pants down, the, the, our boyfriend and starts giving him a BJ on the other side of the grill. So the while they're the doing grill. this, yes, and while the dad's going, so Bobby or whatever, damn it, Bobby, he's like, what are you, uh, what are you doing in school? He's like, uh, I'm playing football. By the way, he's holding it together way better than I ever would. Yeah, because yeah, exactly. if that was me behind a grill, and like say you're a man in the grill. You'd be like, so what are you doing? I'd be like, oh, God, oh, shit, shit. You'd be like, are you? Like, there wouldn't be any, like, you know, oh, well, the, you know, now that you think of it, uh, E equals MC squared, you know? Squirt. I, I, e equals MC squirt. Squirt. So here's where it gets weird. <clears throat> here's where it gets weird. Yes. The mom comes out kind of shocked, like, obviously. Yeah, shocked. But then she goes along with it hands dad some buns and then proceeds to go down with her daughter and start sucking his kids dick. stepdaughter 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 he's on a bunch of sickos now yeah <laughs> um so no, the, and then just, it, the, they're extremely you, bold you know when you think it's like reality tv when you think it can't get worse it does and then the dad is like he's he, he's waiting at the table and he and his wife his wife is behind him 
And like, uh, she's like, you did such a good job, John, or whatever. He's like, I do like some meat. She's like, oh, me too. <laughs> and he goes, oh, behave. Anyway, and then <laughs> the boyfriend comes out again. He's just standing so behind the stepmom, yeah. pulls her, like, thong down. Yeah, so, and just like fucking her having right inner, over the dad's shoulder. Over the dad's shoulder. And the dad's like, well, you know, I like a, you know, you like, I like a good squirt of mustard. She's like, oh, I like a squirt of mayonnaise. And then the daughter comes out like, she's like, what the fuck? There's a lot of that. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you know? And and she's like, well, I have a bit of that. So then he starts banging the stepdaughter. So now, basically, he's banging the daughter, and the stepmom is, like, encouraging it. They're standing behind the dad. By the way, he literally has no peripheral vision. This no, man is legally all. blind. Then... Yeah. In a true American fashion, with no explanation, cut to the bedroom. Yeah, cut to the she's bedroom. Like, like, she's like, now I'm really gonna show you some, some, uh, I don't know, fireworks. All the while, like, all the while, where the fuck is that? This is what I want to know because she, she proceeds to have sex with him with the daughter, stepdaughter, right. and then yeah, I I would like to see the camera. Is dad that dumb? He's going, well, honey, honey, anybody? Anybody want any more meat? <laughs> we got all the, the meat here. Took one took one big hot dog off the grill. But that's that's how I, basically is how I looked at it. So the dad is the government, and basically the, the family members are the majority of Americans that kind of just do what they want. And the, the, the dad is oblivious. Or actually... Could it be the other way around? Could the dad be the the, the average the, the American the citizens, and then and, and we're the just getting fucked like, over, over and over yeah, again? They're just fucking right, right behind us at right our own barbecue, like, right behind us, right in front, of, yeah, well, right behind us. Turn around, everybody! Yeah, See your and... local congressman <laughs> pounding your 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 stepdaughter's son. Wait, oh, they probably would want to do that that's yeah that's just oh peter that's just nasty yeah either way um you know i thought it would be patriotic also in true patriotic fashion there was no real ending to this it was it it left me very it left me hanging obviously we have to watch the full versions of them in order to get the the ending but it was you know what sorry it's been a long ass day what I'll say about this is I'm not going to judge it on its complete asinine way of telling a, a story to make the dad completely oblivious and shit. But I will say kudos for him keeping it up. Because if this was a real scenario, the fact that you would be bold enough to just be fucking in front of your fucking your, your stepmom and sister stepsister right in front of your but father was not his step that was his girlfriend right oh yeah his girl oh yeah that's right that's right that's right yeah fucking your stepmom so it wasn't that bad yeah it wasn't it wasn't that bad it's just a but, stepmom but and, the fact and that you would do it in front of your father oh yeah oh yeah yeah doesn't say a lot about his parenting yeah you know maybe that's how he grew up maybe this is this is the tradition that was passed on to to him, so I don't know why not just do it right in front of him. 
because maybe the son would always ah uh, the son would always walk in and 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 listen to his dad having sex, and so he decided, I get it, okay. Maybe they maybe after this, I just envision that because this is an interesting family. They probably walk out after they're done, you know, uh, banging it out in the bedroom, and the dad is on a like a lounge chair by the pool no pants on with like peanut butter on his testicles and they're like oh. Rufus and the dog's like wah, wah, wah. <laughs> did you happen to have, have you seen any of the the series of Dave no but I just I know they talk about masturbation constantly because that's all Benny Blanco talks about Benny his Blanco masturbation ver- include. That, that dude is a very interesting character Especially on the show, it's fucking hilarious. They just started great. this. They started this wave of, of calling people Chuck, and it it was it was hilarious. Like it was uncomfortably hilarious because knowing that both of them aren't gay, then they were just doing overly homoerotic shit. And then yeah, then they brought their, their black friends over. Um, I saw and, their, like, and they were, <laughs> that that no, but it was a great conversation about. Um, about what I guess what most people believe that black people don't do. I know dudes that be doing that shit, and it's. I did see that. The thing is, if you're comfortable with your sexuality and you know you're not gay, to do some homoerotic shit, to me it's not funny. Um, like I'll I put my my hand on your on your shoulder or something like that, but I'm not gonna go as far as to he Dave put his freaking his ass and balls on Benny's face. And that was disgusting. Because I know how disgusting we are as men. And I don't want that. I would never put yeah, my dick on your shoulder. Put your dick on my shoulder. Doom, doom, doom. Yeah. Let me cuff the balls. Hold me. Hold me. Oh, man. Wow. That's... Yo, do me a favor. Could you hold my balls? I, that's you know. But in America, we have that right. We can, we have the right to bear balls. I have the right to bear balls. Yeah. Well. Okay. That was an interesting ending. <laughs> yeah, happy, happy one. They're not all winners. <laughs> uh. Well, maybe they are. We just don't know it. Yeah. <laughs> until then. Oh. Until then. Stay young. Um, Stay young. (laughs)